Alright, let's pray. Father, we thank you. We ask and we say there is illumination. The eyes of our understanding is enlightened. There is no confusion in this atmosphere. Every heart can be you as we see ourselves in you. Your name alone is glorified as we are edified in the name of Jesus. Amen. You're not sounding like you mean. Yes. Amen. Amen. Alright. Fasting. I want to start a series on fasting. What does fasting mean? Um... I want to clear some of our doubts. It's, it's going to be in series, and uh, I'm deliberately teaching this in series. I, I've done an dissertation about this. I, I think it, about two years ago. You can check our, our materials. You you see fasting there. But there's something I want to achieve with this because in the coming year, um, as a local church, we're going to be embarking on series on fastings. When I mean series, I mean a whole lot of fasting. Days upon days, months into months. Erin is, already, is already scared as she heard that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> nobody is going to be left out as a local church because we are going to trust God on what God is about to do with us and we're going to do it. Where he came, he's already looking at me like, oh my God, so I'm not going to be eating. Yeah, you're not going to be eating. Amen. <laughs> so that's why I'm starting the series now. So I'm not, I'm not rushing. I might not get to my subject today. I'm not rushing. I want to explain from the scriptures. We're going to look at the subject carefully. Because the subject of fasting is something that has been an issue within the body of Christ. And it's... It's, 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 it, people will tell you, um, Jesus told us to pray, but Jesus did not tell us to fast. I wonder if you have heard that conversation before, this kind of conversation before that Jesus, there was a specific instruction in the scriptures that Jesus said we should pray, but there was no specific instruction to fast. Oh man, we're going to look at that in the scriptures. What does that mean? Because a student of the Bible must approach what is written not only for information, you know, a student of the, a student of the Bible, right? Uh, a Bible student, a, a man who is diligent, who is studying the Scriptures, must approach the Scriptures not only for information, but also to strengthen and strengthen his convictions. You know, if I teach you a subject now on women, many here will think. It's not about them. They are not going to listen to it. That's wrong. I'm going to do a teaching very soon on that. I've, I, I've done one before, but I'm going to do a series on it very soon. Now, if I do a teaching, I say, okay, dear women. Somebody will say, a man will go through the archive now and say, women. No, I'm not listening to this message. <laughs> it's strictly for women. No. There is no selected subject in the Bible for a specific set of people. No. You must learn the Bible and be broad. Now, if I say, dear men, there's a teaching I want to teach very soon, God and racism. Prepare for that teaching. I want to teach on human race, where this racism thing come from. Uh, I want to explore that subject. I'm, I'm working on, I'm working on, I'm working on my note on that already. So probably, maybe maybe ah, we are in November, right? We, maybe, 
but it's so it's it's so up. <laughs> but we trust God. Hallelujah. Maybe we are going to do a Bible seminar on that. We we'll just create one day and just do a Bible seminar and 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 do that subject. But let's see. So, but everybody must, every Bible student must be able to to approach what is written in the scriptures not only for information but to strengthen his convictions to renew his mind and to teach from the same because as a bible student you are also a bible preacher you must be able to explain what you are learning from the scriptures does that make sense does that make sense it's just like you're in school right most of some some of you are in school some of you are not and in school now you, you are being taught certain things and those things you are taught you should be able to explain it. Hence the reason for exams, right? Hence the reason for tests, hence the reason for quizzes, right? Now, so you must be able to explain what you have thought. And in Bible study or Bible interpretation, one must give a text of the scriptures, that is, you must not give a text of a scripture a life of his own. You must not say, okay, take a text of the scripture and just say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to build a castle on this text. No, it will be so erroneous to do such a thing because it will lead to um, different beliefs, different doctrines. That's where, the, that's where different doctrines stand from in the sense of, if you check, the, the, if you check where our false doctrine emerges, is that they are capitalizing on a particular text of scriptures and building a mole on it. That's it. So once you see a false doctrine, just see, just go and check what scriptures are they hanging on. They're hanging on one particular text and building a hole on it. It's just like those who capitalize their ministry on, on deliverance, right? Now let me tell you one of the texts they use. They say, um, the kingdom of God suffered violence. Since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of those suffered violence and violence taken it by force. Do you know that that's not the meaning of the text? That's not the meaning of that text. And because they are insincere, they are building a castle on that text. And other people now will bring, it's just like some people who build a castle now on baptism they'll say john verily baptized with water and they forget to add the one who is coming who we worship you know people don't see that one who, but they will show you uh jesus was baptized with water the river jordan uh, this person was baptized there. but even the john the baptist said i baptized with water but the one coming shall baptize you with what? The Holy Ghost and fire. So, Jesus is not meant to baptize anybody. And who do we serve today? We serve Jesus. But you know, nobody will see that one. They'll say, ah, since the days of John the Baptist, people have been baptizing. Oh, yeah, let's baptize. And other people build a katsu on feet washing. Now, where did they get that from? Peter, Jesus washed the feet of the disciples and Peter. So they say, and because Jesus said, a servant, um, great, um, a servant must be greater, I mean, greater it must be the servant 
Whoever must serve must be great, or something like that. That is how they build the castle on that one again. I remember when we, I will never forget, my mother used to be very superstitious, but there was a day we went to one church. So the church, so we have different churches we went when we were younger. One for problem, our normal church, every first day of the month service church, and special problem. <laughs> There's a special problem church. Oh, uh, don't don't lie that you guys in your family do not have that. Uh, you 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 a you a Muslim. <laughs> Christians here. Yeah. How many of you had that experience? Wow, Jesus, Jesus. Nobody. Whoa. Seriously. So. Only me, only me and people have the experience in this place. <laughs> like, no, you, no, you can't be kidding me. No, no. Be sincere. None of you had your personal church, the church you go every Sunday and you are well known that this is your church. But you don't go there during the week. You go, for, you go, there, you go to another church for special service um, because you have a problem and you know that this church can solve, can solve the problem. Ah, and there's now a special one where you only go maybe twice a year or three times a year. You just up in when the problem has gotten intense. And that church that's supposed to meet your problem cannot meet your problem. <laughs> but uh, that special church would hate the <laughs> it will hate the problem and hate the solution faster. So once you get your solution like that, you just share your testimony and you go back to your normal Sunday service. Nobody? You gotta be kidding me. Nobody? Wow. Sister okay? <laughs> Nobody. Wow. You guys are making me feel like I, I grew up somewhere, some, somehow. Wow. Okay, so when we were younger, we had that. I had my church. In fact, I was a minister in my old church. But because of the virtue of my own mother, I must go for a special program in a problem church. So if she sees them, so there was a time I was stealing when I was in, not now, was the pastor. I mean, when I was when I was in elementary school, not not now. So my own church, where we go every Sunday, could not solve that. We had to go to Orioke. Orioke means place of mountain mountain top church so we went there so it's all these prophetess women that 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 attended to me she looked at me ah they say you are stealing but you're a pastor <laughs> she's one of the person that told me as i was young that ah this person is a pastor my mother is not a pastor he's, <laughs> he's not a pastor <laughs> so when they solved the problem we shared testimony there and we never went there again my mother never. I, since that, this I'm telling, I'm telling you something since 2000 and maybe five, four, five, four. We never went there again. <laughs> now we grew from that one. We had so now this is our normal church now, problem church, special problem church. So special problem church is just like once in a blue moon we just go there once the problem has arrived to this point I say ah my mother say ah 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 that are your midday 
ah! <laughs> Once my mother did that one, we say special. We are going to that special moment, and then there is a church we now go early Sunday, so first day of the month. Now we don't fellowship in that church, but they know us in that church for first Sunday of the month. We don't miss it. This anointing service. They anoint you. So, me and my friend, so I have a friend, we go to school together there. We all, we don't miss it. As, till I left secondary school, I don't think I missed that church. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Since, I mean from, from my high school, throughout, I didn't miss it. Every first day of the month, we'll find our leg there. Whether we get lit, even if we get lit, we'll go and meet the pastor. Anoint us. <laughs> So now this church we went to that we go now. So this church. So as uh, so now I will start unfolding the different practices of each church as the years progress. Since you people did not understand now, so I think it's I have to explain now. But let me first tell you a bit of what happened someday in this our first day of the month church. So they were doing feet washing. The man just said it's not the anointing service this morning. That the Lord told him to do feet washing. Ah, my mother said, it cannot be the Lord. My mother, ah, I look at my mother like, say, ah, this cannot be the Lord. <laughs> I say, what do you mean? He say, ah, no. He say, I cannot drop my feet for someone to wash. He say, it's not, this is not, this is not doctrine. Ah, you, you know doctrine. <laughs> you don't understand. My mother is telling me, you, you know. My mother did not drop her feet though. But me and my friend, we're very young. We're like, ah. She be the one to wash feet. Let the pastor wash it. So we two went there. We sat down, <laughs> washed the leg. We now, <laughs> my friend pointed to what place is the pastor. <laughs> they wash it. <laughs> but do you know where they got that practice from? Just that singular text, and they built a castle on it. Now it's a doctrine in a church. There's a spe- special feet washing service. Now another doctrine again that people build practice on holy communion. Do this in remembrance of me. Wait, wait, guys, think, think. Now, let's go. If we, there's a kitchen there now, if there's a bread, I think there's cross on there. Let's share the bread. Is there grape juice? There's grape juice. Let's also share the grape juice. Tell me, guys, how that bread and grape juice is a remembrance of Jesus. No, no, let's be sincere. Ask your neighbor first. Just just discuss. <laughs> how is the bread? No. How wait. Okay. In your day come. Let's let's do let's do let's do let's do a practice. Let's do something. This is in your day now. Let's say in your day is dying. Right? God forbid she's not. Let's say your day is dying. Right? So she now says, guys, I'm about to go. I will disappear tomorrow. But take this bread and this grape juice and use it as a remembrance of me. What will you say to her? Don't you think you need to 
to be put in homes. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? It does not make sense. That was not what he was saying. Down, sit down. Thank you. That was not what Jesus was saying. We are going to study it. So that text now has become a very big thing. That if you now say, if you now, if you now say it now, they will say you are attacking something in the body of Christ. No. Once you want to build a, a doctrine, ensure that you are not taking a text out of context. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, that is one basis of Bible interpretation you must know. It's a basis in Bible interpretation. Because once you give a life, so once you give a text a life of his own, you will result to false doctrine, false belief, and false practices. And you know the funniest thing? The worship of God of those people will be wrong. You are trust, it's just like saying, now look at it. Now look at another another false pro, another false um, practice now can be anointing oil. Now, those that made oil. Let's use Vency oil here now. The, the prop, I think that's the popular one. Or Cano oil in the United States, I think. Ganola. Canola. Oh, I thought it was Ganola. It's always done it. It's always shouting Ganola, Ganola. You got punish him and it's Ganola. <laughs> anyway, now. The one that is trending in Africa is Goya oil. Those that make those oil did not intend. They only made it so that you can fry plantain, fry food, cook food, and go. That's why, if you go and read the description, they put cooking oil. <laughs> Guys, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> but that oil now, see, they, if you go to a typical religious church, there is always a section behind at the back where they say hoy. Because then you never can tell when the pastor will need it. The pastor can just bring out your bottle of oil, bring it out, bring it out. If you don't have, go to the back and get one quickly, quickly, quickly. Five minutes, I'll give you five minutes before I pray on the oil. Now, has it worked miracles? Yes. As the oil don't want us, yes. But is it a doctrinal practice of the Bible? No. The problem of people is that once something is working, it's just like now. What is working is morning prayer. 7 a.m. Now you still see people share prayer. They'll just be share prayer link to you. Pray prayer link. Join, join, join the Zoom link. Join prayer link. Join, 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 join it. And what are they doing? Every power is destroyed. Your answer is here right now. Your glory is, the glory that is taken away from you will be removed. Oh, that's the trending one now. So everybody is, are they dread now? This is how my pastor said it to me yesterday. He said, are they genuine people who are called or God to do it? Yes. Is that a doctrinal practice? No. Because that is taking away 
the devotion of people. Time you ought to spend alone with God. You are on your phone looking. And it's not as if you are on your phone. You are also multitasking. You just quickly zoom it and bring it back. And be waiting for the prayer that will eat you well. So, once you, once you want to see, once you want to give yourself to Bible study, you must be ready to go the long haul and be ready for the consequences of it. Now, what I'm saying now can get some people a bit uncomfortable. Are you now saying, are you now saying this is wrong? Are you now saying this is wrong? But we've seen people have results. Yes, they've had their results because God will work with anything. But is that a doctrinal practice? No. Am I making sense to somebody? If I'm making sense, let me see your hands. Okay, cool. Another one too that people do is ah, if I say this one, so uh, some of you just stand up and carry your bag and leave. Let's, let's let me just let's just continue. <laughs> uh, if I start, if I say this one, no, no, no. I believe what you'll be saying, Sinso. You know, some people don't like when they touch their sacred cows. You know, that's everybody's only scared of that one. Are you getting what I'm saying? Everybody's only scared of their sacred cows. You can't believe what the preacher is saying, but once they touch the one that they don't like, <laughs> I come and tell you now, see, all those pre- all those dancing, 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 dancing is not a doctrinal practice. Oh, you say, ah, no, I'm going. <laughs> now let's see. So it's vital for us to understand that a text of scriptures cannot mean today what it never meant when it was written. A text of scripture can never mean today what it never meant when it was written. A text of scriptures cannot mean today what it never meant what when it was written. When it was written by the author, that is to say, the truth when scriptures were written will only be the truth of the scriptures today. So, what the scripture intended when it was written will only be the truth in 2022. The scripture is not going to change its form in 2022. Because of you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, let's take a look at something. In the scriptures today, was the scriptures written, are you the major audience of the scripture? Are you the Corinthian church? Are you the Ephesians church? Are you the, are you the, are you even the audience of the first five books? You are not the direct audience. The first five books were written to those in the wilderness. Those who Moses had. So now, if you now go and take it in 2022 and think it is writing to you, that's where the problem will come from. Now, but is it writing to you direct, indirectly? Yes. But you have to first understand the content and the context of what he was writing, who the author was writing to. Does that make sense? It's just like you pick a... Okay, you know, 
used, I used to use love letter for instance. Let's say I write joy now, a love letter. And I say, oh, I love you so much. Oh, you are the sugar in my tea. You are the this, you are the that. I just write joy, I write everything. Now, in your day is not the audience of that letter. Then, in that letter now, I wrote, ah, you know that thing we discussed. We'll continue, we'll continue with the fish tomorrow. I just say, you know that thing we discussed, we'll continue with the fish tomorrow. In your day now, cannot understand what that fish is all about, right? Because she is not the audience of the letter. So, what is in your day going to do? Can somebody tell me? She's going to what? Ask. Ask? Yes. What again? Misinter She's going to also misinterpret. What again? Get the author's intention. What again? Be confused. Lose. English. Lose your attention. Anyway, we are all right. But that's the truth. Now, why is that the truth? I just said, as we have discussed, we will continue the fish tomorrow. Only Joy knows what there is a fish, what we discussed, <laughs> and the fish we are trying to finish tomorrow. I don't even get what I'm saying. Now, in Adena, I can read the whole love letter and say, I love you, everything, and get it. I love you. But a line. And that line can be in the middle, you know, as we have discussed. We will continue the fish tomorrow. Then I now continue. I can't wait to see you. You know, in your day that we get that one, I can't wait to see you. It simply means I'm showing I miss you. Right? Now, that is exactly how it is with the Bible. You will understand. Some of you will read in the beginning. God created heaven and earth. You will look. Okay, there was a day. God created the heaven and earth. Death was in that form and void. A darkness upon the surface of the deep. Hmm. <laughs> and God said, You don't understand that one. The next says, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. You understand that one. Ah, you you don't understand the top. How do you expect to understand the down? I don't even get what I'm saying. You can't understand. Then you know the funny thing is in the in the seventh day, God created the sun, the star, the moon. You see, you understand because you see star, you see sun, you see moon. You know, I think that is what you saw. But you do not understand darkness upon the surface of the deep. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so let's say, so let's go back to our love letter now. You write, the, I write the love letter. Hey, sugar, kiniko. Why am I saying? How are you? How is everything going? Is everything good? You know? Ah, I miss you. I just kept saying all of those sweet words. Then middle of the line, I just said, as we have discussed, we will continue the fish tomorrow. What did we discuss? What is the fish we are continuing tomorrow? Is the fish a slang? Is the fish... Titus. <laughs> <laughs> is it Titus or Kote? <laughs> 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 or geisha fish 
or tilapia? Is it that fish or you know, is it salmon? <laughs> you know, that fish can mean different as we look at what I say, as we have discussed. We will continue the fish tomorrow. Are we eating a fish or are we talking about a fish? Or are we going to a fish? What is the fish? Who is the fish? Are you seeing are you seeing problem? Now you will now go and read. Take this bread and do in remembrance of me, brother. Ha! Ah. Do you know that? The first thing you've also found is what is the bread? What is remembrance? I don't know if you get what I'm saying. What is what are they doing in remembrance of him? Do you know that as I teach, as you learn God's word every day, and you learn about the death, the burial, and the resurrection, that's the remembrance. Teaching of God's word is the remembrance. Do you think God? Do you think a lot of people just think? Who do you think God is? God is not somebody that wants to deal with type and shadows and be doing with symbols. I should get to what I'm saying. Another false practice that people do is poop it. Altar. There's a place you cannot come to. It's only for the man of God. And if you pray on this altar, the Lord, God, will hear you. So you will not pray at home. Your bed is not holy again. Your sitting room is not holy. But the altar. Do you know what altar meant in the Old Testament? Where they burnt sacrifices. Altar was where they would put goat, put ram, burn it, Kill it and offer it. Though God was not pleased. <laughs> That's altar. So we don't have altar. We only have podium, stage, pulpit, front view, <laughs> elevated platform. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because altar is for burning incense. But now, if you say that now, that has formed the doctrine of certain churches today. If you say that now, that's a sacred cow. They will not want to repent. Yeah, no. Are you not saying? But we saw a result here. Yeah. Somebody prayed on this altar. And so, that they prayed and got a result doesn't make it right. Is it, is it making sense? One thing that a lot of people have gotten so sentimental with Christian doctrine in the fact of, oh, but I saw a result. Oh, I saw. So we are more concerned about results than doctrine. We are more concerned about, oh, he's working for me. He's working for me. He's working for me. What is, what is this working for me? Yes, it is working for you, thank God. But is that a right practice in the scripture? No. Because once your theology can be wrong, your worship of God will be wrong. You know I will teach you why? So that your worship of God will be right. You can stand before God with clean conscience. 
So the truth, so like I said, it's, it's vital for us to understand that a text of scripture cannot mean today what it never meant as it was written. Don't forget, I'm still trying to teach you on fasting. You know? I guess I'm just trying to lay, lay a foundation today. So the truth, when scriptures were written, will only be the truth of the scripture today. So that shows a Bible preacher must study. He must understand the text. So now, what will be in your day's responsibility to understand as we have discussed? We will continue the fish tomorrow. What will be our responsibility in that letter? Do you know that line can mean that it might not be a love letter? Hope you know. Do you know that in mathematics, I don't know it, but the little I've done, <laughs> one walking. I, I, I used to hate when the teacher would say, show your walkings. Why was <laughs> what kind of what what kind of mean what kind of mean teacher is that one? Why must you show walking? Can't we just arrive? You know, you can guess an answer. It's just like, two. <laughs> Especially algebra. Like, two. <laughs> you just look to eight. Then I show walking. Show the walkings. Ha! When I see show the when I see because when the high school I went to, they will bracket it for you. This question show the walking. And those are the questions you you know the answer by because you have crammed, you have seen the you have crammed the the answer in your, in your before the exam. You're there. This one will just arrive at 16. <laughs> That's a show walking. But what are mass teachers always mean? No, I need to ask you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> now, do you know, back to what I was saying, that that statement now, as we have discussed, the fish, we will continue the fish tomorrow, could alter the tone of the whole letter and make it mean that it's not a love letter. Just that statement. That statement can give the entire letter a different meaning where she will have to read it in a different light. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. That's to tell you, you must read the Bible in context. Am I making sense? Context is what? Is king. My pastor will always say this. Context is king. So you must learn to read the scriptures in proper context. So now, in your day, we now take a responsibility now to do a further research. What does the author mean? What do I mean by fish? So you know what she will do? She will go and look for other letters I've written. Right? She will go and look for other letters I've written and to see if there's a fish there, what have we discussed about the fish? You know, she will go and pick letter one as we have discussed. You know, I said as we have discussed. So now she will have to go to the previous letter to check what was the conversation of the fish that brought up there or to see if Joe has replied the letter. Maybe there was a fish in the conversation. You know, that's a proper research. That is Bible study. That is why 
When I tell you a text is used in this place, we will go there. Are you seeing it? A text is used 300 and something times. We have to go to the 300 and something times. Bible seminar times. <laughs> Holding your Bible and opening fast. Are you seeing it? Now, so when, why? Because we are tracing the event to study in context. So now, as we want to study fasting, let me tell you, I've been a Christian for a while. I mean, a very short while, very few days. And I can tell you, there has been several, go on YouTube today and type fasting. Do, <laughs> I'll, I'll sum up a lie. You see, <laughs> you see a whole lot. You see, the, you see even the Ramadan explain. They'll tell you, <laughs> they tell you, you eat sari in the morning, T5, T6, then you continue till you see the moon. If you don't see the moon, you continue, you, you don't stop, <laughs> and you continue again, eat. I don't know. You just see different explanation. I think I'm going to title this Bible explanation of fasting. <laughs> I think I'm going to title this. Because we have to study in context and we are going to look what we're going to do in this series we're going to look at the old testament the new testament and see so you will not be the one to judge and answer the question is there still fasting in 2022 so that when we start fasting as a church very soon hallelujah hallelujah Herring, hallelujah. <laughs> so when we start fasting as a church, you will not say, you were not informed. <laughs> you will not say, you were not taught. No, you were pro. So, you, you remember I said, your worship of God will not be what? Will be right and sincere. So as you are fasting, you will not be looking at your time and say, ah, <laughs> ah. Why is the time? I don't know about you, but when I was much younger, fasting times is like the is like Joshua as reawaking the stopping of the sun again to, to slow down the earth. You look at it. Actually, you say, "Let me quickly sleep so that time." Some of you used to do that. Let me quickly sleep so that time will time will move. Then you just sleep. Open your eyes. Thirty minutes. Ah. <laughs> I don't know if that has happened to you before. It has happened to me before. <laughs> I remember the first day I did dry fast. Virgin. <laughs> I went after the fast. I bought bread. I bought rice. <laughs> I bought everything. I put everything on the table. Banana, drink. I said, give me two. <laughs> Give me two. <laughs> I couldn't wait to break. <laughs> so we're going to study this. Hallelujah. We're going to study this. So it's vital for us to understand that, like I said, um, we have to pay attention to details, right? So one thing in Bible study is that we must pay attention to details. Attention to details is very key in Bible study. So you know, 
if I'm still using that my letter again, as we've discussed, we will continue the fish tomorrow. Do you know that that's just a line out of several love um, writings in the in the message? You know that detail can easily be left out, left out as it, and you just continue to uh, I miss you so much. You know, you got those, what does it mean? Uh, I miss you so much. You just continue with, I miss you so much, and you start reading down. Are you, are you seeing what I'm saying? But do you know that? That statement meant a detail. So, even the full stop in the scripture matters. <laughs> are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? It matters. The words, the writings matters. We must pay attention to details. We must not gloss over. So that's why even a preacher of the gospel should not be lazy. Because if the preacher of the gospel is lazy, he will not, <laughs> he will not explain something. He just say, I assume they know it. And <laughs> they don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what you know that's what you know. I, I used to think some of you know certain stories in the scripture, not knowing that some of you were Muslims. <laughs> I'll not be saying something like you know it, you know it. Ah now I've learned my lesson that once I want to explain something, I have to explain full horn. Because some of you did not some of you grew up reading who is Allah. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? So I can't blame you. But a Bible preacher must learn to explain. So every details is required. So a student of the Bible must avoid making assumptions or jumping into conclusions. We must avoid making assumptions and jumping into conclusions. Jesus often told his disciples and, and the Pharisees, not his disciples now, but the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Let's go to Matthew 22. Matthew 22. Like I said, we're studying fasting. I'm just laying a foundation today. I don't, think I'm, I don't think I might get to my major subjects today. I just want to lay a foundation. And I'm not trying to rush because if I rush now, you will rush out of the fast very soon. I don't, I don't want you to rush. We are staying in the fast. We're going to do dry. We're going to do different kind of fastings. Dry fast. Seven days dry. Herring. Seven days dry. Hallelujah. You're not saying anything. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do 40 days. Uh, 40. No, we're not doing that. You're not Jesus. <laughs> so the, that's supernatural. <laughs> you, you are, I don't think you have the supernatural body yet. <laughs> I, think, I think scientists say the longest a man can go without food or water is 11 days. Eh? That's sleep, 11 days. Food is how many days? Sleep is 11 days. Oh, okay. But I know that there's a certain amount of days a man can go without food or water. No, it's not food. Huh? 
the load of, the the water the duration of water is is longer. Oh, okay. I know there's those durations. The ones the ones of I'm going to explain it to, to you. The ones of Jesus and were more supernatural. We we'll, we'll look at those things. Look at Matthew 22. 22 verse 29 to 32. Some do it though. Some, 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 some. We'll get there. we get there. We'll look at some erroneous beliefs also. What's, what is, look, look, look at what Jesus told the disciples, uh, the, the, not disciples, sorry, the Pharisees and Sadducees in Matthew 22 verse 29. He says, mm, Jesus answered and said unto them, Ye do err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. Now, do err means they are going astray, right? I've explained this word here to you before. Who can remember what it means in the Greek? Huh? Character of God. I explained this in character of God. Hey, James 1. Hmm. I, will call, I, will explain, I will explain it. I will explain it. Do you do err, not knowing the power of God? For in the resurrection, you start taking exam. For in the resurrection, the for in the resurrection they neither marry or are given to marriage, but are as angels of God in heaven. But as touching the resurrection of the dead, have ye not read? Look at how Jesus was telling them that have they not read? So now, if they are saying have they not read now, that would mean have they not read in the scriptures now? That would mean the Old Testament, Genesis to Malachi. Are you seeing it? So he said, have you not read? which was spoken unto God, saying, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, is God. God is not the God of the dead, but also of the living. So when Jesus told them, have you not read? That word, have you not read, is translated from the Greek word, anaginosko. Anaginosko, and it is derived from two Greek words, ana and ginosko, A-N-A-G-I, N-O-S-K-O. A-N-A-G-I-N-O-S-K-O. Anaginosko. So it was derived from two words, anaginosko. Anaginosko, and it, and it means to recognize. So this implies that the word anaginosko points to a continual reading or to keep reading. So when Jesus told them, have you not read? So it, Jesus could simply be me, mean that is simply referring to them and saying, anaginosto will refer to me to read properly. Did you not pay attention to the details? So if I, it's just like saying, you send me a text message and say, did you not see what I to- told you before? It means you didn't pay attention. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that's what Jesus was telling them. That's the word anaginosko that is, have you not read? So that shows they glossed over a detail. So they supposed that means the question they were they were asking Jesus, they were supposed not to ask if they are paid attention to the details of what they've read. Are you seeing it? So he was saying, have they not read? So in historical times, anaginosko was used to describe how judges read out their judgment. Now, so when I so when, okay, let me teach you something now. Everybody, listen, look at me. When I say when I say historical times, because I'm going to. As I keep teaching you more now, I'm going to start explaining some, some Bible theology terms to you guys. Because I want to, I need us to grow, I need us to grow to a point as a local church now. So when I say historical times now, historical times will mean, you know, in our 2022 now, we have Apple, we have Samsung. You know, 
there was no Apple Samsung in 1950. So those in 1950 now cannot relate to what is going on now because some of them might not be alive, some of them might be gone, you know. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, but imagine I wrote you a letter now in, imagine in 1950, the kind of letters you will write or somebody will write is, I'm going to send it to you through the fax machine. I think fax machine worked in that period, right? Mail? No, you, there's no Yahoo mail in 1950. No, no, no. <laughs> Paper. Um, I'm trying to see what technology could exist then in 1950. Oh, typewriter. Typewriter. So now, let's say, in 1950 now, when I write a letter to you now, I will use the terminologies of that time and say, typewriter, I sent this through my typewriter. But you know, I mean, you type and you can... After you type, because it's sent from my typewriter. <laughs> but you know, today now, in Apple, if you if you use if you use any, in fact, I, I saw something on Twitter yesterday, and they almost said, why should they be why should they be sent from my iPhone? They're going to remove that description very soon. Sent from my iPhone, sent from this, said it's going to remove it very soon. Now, but look at something. That was in those days. Now, in 2022, now. If somebody is reading in twenty seven in twenty seventy seven, <laughs> you're picturing if you will still be alive. <laughs> you will still be. Now in twenty seven twenty seven in twenty seventy seven now, your great grandchildren or great great or great whatever. Now, if they are reading, now, let's say you are showing them your phone or you are showing them a letter that you printed in 2022 and the letter came out with sent from my phone. You know, they will come and ask you and say, what's an iPhone? You know, there, it could probably be the hand we are using to receive call. We just, <laughs> you just press your phone with this and it, you just show on the, on, you just press your hand. Call me in your, in, how does the iPhone say, in your day? Call me in your day. Uh, calling in your hands, and you just—it's just from your hand, though. It might just be from your hand. You just have one paper like that. You just come in, and it will just show. And you'll be talking to your on the on the hair. By then, maybe I will not be alive because I can't imagine technology that way. <laughs> you know, very soon that technology is going into flying cars. Yes, we are moving gradually. No, now there's electric cars. Very soon we are going to go into flying cars. So instead of driving now, you just fly with your car to another, to another place. And do you get what I'm saying? Now, but in 1950, now there was nothing like Tesla. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so we, our whole responsibility now will be to so many of what is on YouTube today now, many of what is online today now. They are going to be researched for those in 20, two, 2080. Even if it crash or it doesn't crash, they will, those things will not go like that. They will be researched. Just like if you use Google Scholar to read, you will see a lot of 
emails or a lot of writings and materials from i mean if you have used google scholar to do research before you see a lot of research from 1950 1939 90 now those are writings that people have written years ago that are still stored somewhere now so if you want to do research now you will go back to how a terminology was used in their world are you getting me now now so you now you are just seeing Today now, if we say Greek word anaginosko, you just say it just simply means uh, to recognize. In their own day, recognize might be different. Are you seeing it now? Is it making sense? So now, so when I say historical fact of how it was used, so when so when they say anaginosko now in the in the Bible days, especially in New Testament days now, it simply means how the judges read out a judgment on a matter and justice is brought before them so that means everybody is paying attention to the judge's statement so when they use anaginosko now that's the system but today now because the world has evolved are you seeing it now are you guys are you getting me so you see that bible study in 2022 will require much study because the bible was not even written in english the Old Testament was written in Hebrew, and the New Testament was written in in, uh, in Greek. So now we have to go back to the way it was used. We have to. That's why we use Greek words. That's why we use Hebrew words. We'll check how it was used. We'll check the. So, so one of the things we're going to study is the historical reference. One of the things I'm going to teach you as time progresses is the something our pastor taught us, and I'm going to teach you that thing very soon. The word. How, how words were used in their day. All this, you know, we learned from the scripture now, heaven and earth. We saw it in the Bible. It was not a word in the dictionary somewhere. It was a word that was brought from the Bible. Heaven and earth. Uh, day and night. All of those things. Now, but that was a word that was already existing in their whole world. That Moses could use to communicate to those people. Do you know that in 2022 now, we can change certain things? I remember when I was much younger, the word fufu was not in the dictionary. Fufu now is now an English word. They've told fufu that we use in Africa. <laughs> and you know, the beauty about the Western world, is it the be- can I say the beauty now or the, the beauty about the, the beauty or the irony about the Western world is that any food that looks like fufu is fufu. But we have pounded yam. We have heba. We have semo. We have wheat. We have everything. We even have the real fufu itself. I hate fufu. But <laughs> we even have the real fufu itself. But now in the Western world, what's the thing is a morsel? Fufu. Are you getting what I'm saying now? Now, do you know what do you know the implication of that? The Western world now is not making the African world enjoy their language much. So now, the, the African-Americans now, or the Africans in the Western world, who are growing up in the Western world now, won't be able to differentiate much again. That this is Eba, this is Fufu, this is this, this is that. Everything with their head. Even if they tell them, tell them, because of the way they have already now been conditioned... To this system, everything in their head will just suddenly be fufu. I don't know if I'm making sense. Now, so what? So language 
and words are very determinant in scriptures. Because don't forget, you are not the major audience. Are you getting what I'm saying? So now, the person, so it's just like how we read Paul. You know, you just read Paul's letter and say, I, Paul, a servant of Jesus, saluted you. That was how they write letters in their day. But today, you, you want to write your own letter, you guys say, I, Noah, I salute you, a servant of God. <laughs> When we were much younger, how do you used to write letter? Dear sir, if so, glory be to God. Now, it's no more existing today now. But do you know that? Now, you can't remember now. But years later, and much later, when people are doing research of those years, they are going to, or materials that were written in those years, we are going to have to check the background of the language of how it was used. You know, we say, you know, we, we say Luke was, we say Luke is a doctor, right? But do you know the scriptures never use doctor? It used Luke the physician. Are you seeing it? Now, but in 2022 language, now we can say Luke the doctor. Are you, are you, see, are you seeing certain things? Now, we say Paul the thanks maker. Your mind now will be thinking, thanks maker. Is it that is the one, it's part of the people that set up canopy? Your mind will be going to canopy, right? Tent maker now, or bricklaying job. But do you know that that might not necessarily be what it is? You will have to go back to their world and study what is tent making in their world, not in 2022's world. Tent making in 2022's world now is go and make a tent, canopy, right? Guys, Set up a tent, set up a, that's the 2022 world. You will have to go and read research. So now we do so now in studying the scripture, there is an historical research to the scriptures of their world. Are you seeing it? Guys, I mean if you understand me now to this point. Are you seeing how to understand the Bible? So you will not, so you will not, so if if okay, do you know like we say look the physician or look the doctor? What if he is not? What if he doesn't mean doctor? You have to go and study. What does the physician do in that world? Does it make sense? Does it make sense? That is how to study the scriptures. So you will check it in their world. So when we say anaginosko now, it means to recognize. It means to pay attention to details. That's how we read it now. But historically, in their world, a judge is giving a sentence and they are listening. So you must pay attention to the judge. So you see, words has now evolved. Does it make sense? So we say, how is this going to relate to fasting? Very soon you're going to see it. Because we have to pay close details. So when you see certain things, you know, I told you. People used to tell you, there is no explicit instructions in the scripture where they say, where Jesus say fast. But there is explicit instruction in the scripture where does Jesus say pray. We have to study it. So that's why fasting is something we must study. So, anaginosko is also used to relieve an experience. I'll try and see where to round off and we'll, we'll pick it up. Like I said, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to rush this series. I'm trying to build how I many of you, with, with, 
what I just explained now, you can easily get and understand the Bible. So now, there's an, I told you now, one thing you must learn now is, there's an historical research to the scriptures also. Right? So now, if you want to study the word, now let, let, me, let, me, give you, let me give you a teaser to get you thinking. And I might just pause there. If you want to study in the beginning, God made heaven and earth. Do you know? You have to study who God is in their world. The name God. Because it's a language they were used to in their world. I got you quiet. So you see, language matters. You know now, as we evolve and we grow in this world, and technology has come, words are progressing, words are not... Now, the words you spoke now, 10 years ago now, there's a change to it now. How many of you noticed? There's a change to the way you spoke 10 years ago. Don't just be well assured. That's why, as a human being, you have to keep updating yourself. Even as a preacher, you have to keep updating yourself. Because... <laughs> You know what? <laughs> you have to keep updating iOS. You have to. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. The, so you don't be get. You will not be left out. So, so that when you are speaking, they will not be looking at you like. Ah, you have to. You have to update yourself, sir. <laughs> we can't understand this language. So you know, in the next ten years or so, there's going to be different words. Now, but do you know the funniest thing? Like I said, the scripture will not mean today. What it never meant as at the time it was written. You are still not going to read the scripture in this world. What we would do, how would, how would we read the scripture? We will read the scripture in their world and bring the application to our own world. Does it make sense? So, what we need in our own world is the application and relevance of the scripture. So, that shows that if we understand if joy now or in your day now understands as we have discussed, we will continue the fish tomorrow. Do you know in your day now can take it and explain it to favor and say, ah, we'll continue the fish tomorrow. And favor now properly understands because it is now a word. But do you know that? If this letter was written in the 1900. Fish might mean something else. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying it means something else. Though. I'm just saying it might have mean something else. But you know, in 2022, once you say fish, your mind is already thinking salmon, kote, titus, tilapia. You're already thinking greed fish. I hate fish. Huh? As I'm saying it, I'm, I'm even getting irritated. <laughs> I hate fish. As far as it is fried. Oh, God. Oh Lord God, they fried, they, fry, they cut the inside and I fried again. <laughs> I, can, I can't stand fish. But steak, oh Lord. <laughs> you know, I believe. Let me leave my revelation for. Let me leave my revelation for later. Anyway, as I, as I round up now. But do you understand how to study the scripture? So we're going to. So. And so, so questions have arisen. We're going to study these as we, as we progress. I don't want to waste our time today. We'll, we'll pick it up from here. Um, 
maybe tomorrow or next week, and we'll see. The reason why people will ask questions as, should the believer fast, or is fasting still valid today? Or is fasting under, have you, people say, is fasting under New Testament? Can't you just pray? I, I saw some, some years ago, I saw a post on Facebook. The person wrote a long epistle. Say, you should not fast. Fasting is not New Testament. <laughs> Problem never eats the person. The person has not started pastoring. Come and pastor this kind of our church, this kind of our city. You know, say, you know, fast. You know, say, shop your eye. <laughs> you know, <fast. laughs> They're telling you, your prayer is too much. They're telling you this or that. They are bringing you attack. They say you are, you are, you are, you are right. They say you are, uh, what they will say, you are, you are a court. They say you are a human trafficker. You are this. You know, say you know, far. <laughs> I pity you. <laughs> see, fasting is, my pastor said the story one time. He said, one person said, one person, he said, when they were much younger, one person said, nah, you know, what Jesus has done is within. It's within. Fasting is in. Eh? <laughs> so fasting, you know, when you start learning new creation in Christ, I mean, I'm the righteous of God in Christ. I'm the holiness in Christ. I'm the this in Christ. So prayer in Christ. Fasting in Christ. <laughs> so we don't have to fast again. So this is how the pastor say. He say, we don't have to fast again. The bridegroom is here. He has done it all. Hallelujah. That's the, that's the, <laughs> even Jesus, who is the real bridegroom, waited for God for 40 days. You, that you are not even a bride, not to talk of a groom. <laughs> Say you will not fast. Ah, I pity you. Everyone <laughs> say, I pity you. <laughs> do, do you know what, see? Do you know what it means to experience problem? I mean, if I've gone through problem, I'm not. I'm not saying they, they bash your car. It doesn't happen. That's not problem. I'm talking real problem. I don't know. Problem. <laughs> oh God. And that's not why fasting is there. Fasting is not for problem. No, <laughs> I say. Oh, okay. Let me go. No, that's not this of problem. No. We're going to study. So, those, the reason why people will ask those questions is because, like we said, they've not properly read the scriptures. Anaginosko. They've not paid attention to details of the scripture. Moses fasted. Jesus fasted. Paul fasted. The disciples fasted. Elijah fasted. I'm going to walk us through the scriptures. All true. How men of old fasted. So why would people ask those kind of questions? Is fasting New Testament? Is fasting still existing today? Should the believer fast? Can't we just pray and let it go? No. So I have some friends who just believe, if I don't fast, I'll just do a video. I'll use video to shock it. Uh, I'll just pray it away, you know. Ah. <laughs> no. There's still consecration. And fasting is... One of the things I'm going to show us in fasting is, fasting is no food, no water. Don't let the Western world break you to think, so pastors will say, when I'm fasting, I just drink some tea. Ah, you drank tea. 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 That's invitation to Utikos. You know, if you drink tea, you sleep. 
<laughs> That's the, as I fast, I just drink my coffee. Ah, you will stay away from coffee. Is no food, no water. Hallelujah. Praise God. Erin, hallelujah. hallelujah. You're not responding. <laughs> no food, no water. So why would the believer? So, so you, we're going to study it. So Jesus was without food and no water for 40 days. Moses was without food and no water for 40 days. Somebody say, is that what is going to happen to us very soon? We don't know. We trust God. Hallelujah. We'll trust God. Is it possible for you to go that long? We'll trust God. No food, no water. So, why would they ask those kind of questions? Remember where I'm coming from. So, why would somebody sit down now and have the Bible and there is plerora of scriptures about fasting and still be asking that kind of question? Should the believer fast? Is fasting New Testament? Should we be fasting in 2022? What is fasting? Why should we not fast? What is fasting all about? It's because they did not pay attention to the scriptures. Does it make sense? Does it make sense? Are you blessed this evening? Yes. Let's just bless the name of the Lord. Let's just thank him.